The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Honestly, I don't think you understand how good you are at this. But I, I, I don't. <laughs> I feel like you're underutilizing your skill, though, in a lot of ways. I mean, number one, I think with a little push in the right direction. Oh, I don't want you to push me in We could really turn this into something big. <laughs> this could be big for me. Um, if I could just How capitalize. How is what I'm doing big for you? Well, everybody needs a producer, somebody behind the scenes, you know, pu- pulling the strings. And I think. I don't think that's how that works in this If you field. let me handle this, if you sign on to my agency, I think I could really turn you into a star here. This could really work out well for me. And I you. already I mean, feel and like you you're too. exploiting me. I'm not exploiting or helping along. I mean, there's two different ways you could look at it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us with that network thing. I just wanted to say, again, thank you for all of you who subscribe. $16.99 a month. The first week is free. You get to listen live and to all of the other fine shows here on the network, including Portland at the Movies, the Mark and Todd cast, uh, we've got Rip City Bad Boys, Geek in the City. I mean, there's just, and of course, The Well-Adjusted Gamer. All wonderful shows. You can find links right there at our website. Um, and I do want to remind everybody that this weekend, we will be at the Landmark Oh Selena. my gosh, you are feeling better. Like, the light is back in your eyes. There's a spring in your step. I've had a lot of coffee today. I recorded a podcast because about coffee Because you passed today. it along, Greg, because you passed it along. No, I'm just blinded by coffee. That's all it is. Is I've, that what it is? I The podcast that I did this morning... Um, was about coffee, so I drank a lot of coffee. Okay. That's what it was. Uh, but this weekend, this we, weekend, Saturday, Fun Employment Radio, Yes. well, we've got our live VIP part, which is uh, going to be happening earlier in the day, and we'll be emailing all of you that got tickets. That is sold out. That part is sold out. But what we want everybody to do is come to come down to Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, at 2 p.m. to hang out with us for both movie day and bingo day. Yes. I, I mean, mean, what more could you want? It has been such a dreary, long week. Why not, like, cap off the week? It's been long for everybody. Everyone's tired. Everyone's exhausted. Come and have some fun activities with us. Yeah, if you're here in Portland, this is the time of year where the rain and the the clouds, it really starts to get to you. Yeah, and we're not like complaining. Seasonal like, clearly, affective disorder is a thing. Yeah, and like we live in Portland for a reason. We love living here. But one of the facts is when you live in Portland, like there is a lot of rain and it does start to affect your mood a uh-huh. bit. Yeah, it wears on you. And, and that's so why, we, we got to fight back. That's why we want to have fun on Saturday and we want you all to come down because we're going to be playing uh, Groundhog Day is going to be on all the televisions um, at the Landmark. And also we're going to have Not Your Mom's Ice Tea is our fine sponsor. It is a it's, and I'm not joking here. I know they're our paid sponsor, but seriously, it's really, really good. It is. It's refreshing. It's, and then, like, if you are like, oh, I feel kind of apprehensive about drinking on a Saturday afternoon, it's like, it's basically just iced, iced tea. Yeah. Like, you're you're just having a classy afternoon iced tea. Sure. That's like 5% alcohol. Yeah, you know? for sure. It's, yeah, it's just know, spiked up a, a little, little bit. A little something something in it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, anyway, not your mom's iced tea. We are very happy to have them as our sponsor of both the movie day and uh, the bingo portion. So the bingo is going to be free. Uh, like I said, come down at 2 p.m. Landmark Saloon and join us. Hang out with us on this Saturday, January 27th. We would love to see you all down there and uh, and hang out with us. And just yeah. hang out local at a really cool local establishment. I mean, it's fun people that work there. It's just a really fun place to hang out. And, um, you know, it'll all be Fun Employment Radio listeners. So it'll all be friendly people who want to hang out. Yes, and, and we'll be there. Fun. And we will be there. Yes. Oh, we we shall indeed be there. 
So I, yeah, you make it sound so creepy. We'll be we'll, there. We'll be there everywhere you turn. <laughs> you won't be able to shake us. You'll be right there, right behind you. All right, now you're gonna scare people I, oh, away. No, I didn't mean to scare people. Come. Greg, I'll go hide in a corner. Uh, I'll go hide in a corner. You're the worst. And then you, you can walk by and take a peek and be like, oh yeah, he's still there. Did you see? So I was looking at this. It made me laugh earlier in the week. I don't think it's the same thing anymore. But um, remember our running joke that we've had. So for the past, I think it was more so like last year and the year before. Every time we would like schedule one of our like fun bingo days or like anything that we do well last winter last winter it would just happen like uh, it would be fine 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 clear just slightly rainy and every time we would have an event like the night before or the day of there would be some huge ice storm or some like huge (laughs) snow snow apocalypse thing we were the predictors our events were the predictors of ice storms every damn time yeah and so earlier in this week i was looking i'm like okay well you know we kind of it's been a mild winter i'm sure like there's not gonna be anything happening you know the running joke is always like is there gonna be an ice storm i looked and at least this past weekend it said chance of snow on friday evening well i've looked today it's and not that is there. not the no, case anymore no it's not the case anymore but it made me laugh i'm like of course <laughs> just what just friday night is the only time it's supposed to snow well now we are free and clear it's actually only supposed to be mild showers on saturday and out outdoors i mean landmark course has the whole bar inside but outdoors it's all a huge covered area covered so, and heated yeah. yeah multiple tents this year like tons of stuff so and heated yeah so it's it's a great place to hang out. Um, but yeah, no ice storm, thankfully. Fun employment radio events, now without ice storms. I don't know. Don't, don't jinx it, Greg. Yeah, if it happens, it happens. We're still going to have fun. So exactly. come on down this Saturday, January 27th. Uh, join us, please. All yes, right. we would love that. Let's talk about something else here. What? Now, this is something we haven't brought up here on the show for a while. <laughs> As you can tell, Sarah is a little bit, I'm going to just say behind the scenes, she's a little bit hangry right now, and I hate using that term, that's but it perfectly a, that's describes Sarah. That's the worst Sarah, term. But it does describe No, you. I'm not, but I'm not hungry. See, that's the thing. I think there's something wrong with me. Because it's twelve seventeen in the day, and I've been up for a few hours at this point, and I haven't eaten anything, and I'm not that hungry. Uh oh, I know. I'm getting the sickness. I'm looking at you. Getting the. Yep. I would usually have had um, my breakfast and my lunch by now. <laughs> I because I like I I like to I front load my my food for the day, a lot of times. Like front I eat, load it. I do. I front load my food, so I do like I'm eat a cut lot that part out too. earlier in the day. And then, like, go lighter as the day goes on. But I eat the majority of my food, like, usually toward the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any food. And I feel a little spacey. And, Greg, I am I've glaring s- at you. I'm, and I'm looking I in the chat right now. And Tuggy thinks that also you gave it to him. No, I didn't give it to him. I was gone when he got it. Everybody no, in Portland's getting the sickness. No, we hung out this weekend. Eh, I'm sure it wasn't me. Um, but yeah, it, there is something going around and it no, does. No, Tuggy, I am not down with the sickness. <laughs> well, anyway, you're powering through. I'm powering but through. But what I wanted to talk about, though, is something that we, we haven't brought up here on the show for a while. And it's, I was trying to segue into giving you compliments here. And now you're already calling me a carrier of some, you know, play. Because you are. Eh, maybe. Eh, possibly. Who's to say? So the, the thing is, um, Sarah does have, you know, we have, this is obviously our main job, Fun Employment Radio, but we both have our side jobs and, and you know, I do digital trend stuff and other podcast things. And Sarah is honestly, and I mean this genuinely, a very talented painter. And she uh, does primarily oh, thank you, dog portraits. I mean, not necessarily always dog portraits, but animal portraits of some kind. Animal That's like portraits, a majority of dog portraits, but I paint other animals as well. Yes. So people pay me, they commission me to paint pictures of their beloved pets. Yes. And yes. you do a really good job. You've been doing this over the course of Fun Employment Radio, but the improvement rate is just astronomical. I mean, it's not that your first ones were bad either, but I mean, it's just every time it's like you're one step 
further. It's just, it's pretty amazing. And we're going to post up a link here on our website, funemploymentradio.com. You can take a look at uh, at some of Sarah's paintings and and commission her if you would so desire to, which you should, or buy it as a present. I, was, I, mean, I have, yeah, awesome. I have one that I'm working on now, and then I worked through my queue, so I am open if you'd like uh, to commission a dog portrait so or cat portrait. What's the best way for them to reach? Or you? a Just chicken really portrait. Uh, SarahXDillon.com, or you can uh, write me directly. Email SarahXDillon at gmail.com. S A R A H X. D-Y-L-A-N. Okay, there we go. Yes. What's the weirdest animal you've painted? Uh, right now, I'm currently painting a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I am legit, legitimately... Which in Portland, that is a pet that people have. Oh, yeah. People, have people love... I have friends who have chicken. Like, their chickens have names. They're part of the family. Uh-huh. Like, they they really, really love their chickens. And, um, yeah, so right now, I am, it's, I'm painting this for a friend who commissioned me their, their, chick, their friend's chicken is um, a little under the weather. They don't know how much longer the chicken has. So she asked me if I would paint said chicken. So mm-hmm. how many times can I say chicken? Chicken, yeah. Chicken. You're painting a chicken. Uh, so I'm painting a chicken. Have so, you? Didn't you paint a snake before? No. Or no? I thought you were. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no. I think we talked would about Would you paint paintings. a snake? Sure. Okay. I'll paint anything. What won't you paint? A butthole. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. We found our... Limits apparently, um, but no, she Sarah is is very good at this, and she posted up one of her recent paintings, and and you know you're getting a lot of compliments on it. And somebody had mentioned, I believe it was Ben, who's a listener to our show and also posted on Facebook, saying you need to do a Bob Ross type show painting dogs with Sarah X, and that I think is a brilliant idea. And this is where I can come in here and I think kind of help you take this over the top. What where you can so, like steal some of my some I'm not of my stealing. Treasures? I'm enhancing. You know, it's what I do. I come in and you know. Punch things up a little you bit. You don't get a percent. Oh, we're going to have to talk about that because mm-hmm. once you see the the incredible things that I can do for your career, I think you'll understand. You know, everybody gets a cut. So Sarah, you know, this Bob Ross style show of painting with Sarah. Wait, how would the, I do a Bob Ross style show? Well, see, this is it. It'd is be, it on like you? Okay, tell Yeah, me. We'll, we'll do YouTube or we'll do a streaming show of you every week painting something. And so it can be like a smaller one for so we can fit it into an hour and a half, hour show, an hour show where it's going to be Sarah doing your painting. And, but the, the key thing is following what your regimen is now, which from what I understand, correct me if mm-hmm. I'm wrong, involves drinking a bottle of wine, double bottle. No, and, not a double bottle. Oh, a single bottle. Just a single bottle. Single and, bottle. And I, yeah. And I, I let it, I will drink a single bottle of wine over the course of Five hours. No, we got to condense this. This okay. is a show. I'm second oh, well, maybe half hour to that's what I do because you don't want to be like, like uh-uh. buzzed and do it. Like I like to just keep it. I like having the taste of wine, but I don't like. I don't want to be like. This is where intoxicated. At this all. is why you need my advice on this because if we're gonna punch, nobody's gonna watch a five hour show. I mean, maybe there would be, but we we got to punch this up hour or less. I guess I could do like a tiny one. And I'm saying we double the wine in this, so it's gonna be you. Drinking wine and painting, and then what usually watch like Lifetime movies or something in yes. the background. Right now, I'm currently watching. Uh, so I always kind of associate whatever painting I'm doing with the um, with like what show I'm watching. Mm-hmm. So I just finished. Um, well, I just finished a cat. Then I just finished a dog. Right now, I'm currently painting the chicken, <laughs> and um, I'm watching Sex in the City while I'm painting the chicken. Okay, well, we're not going to play that in the background, but you okay. could talk about it because while you're painting, you can talk about things, right? 
you can discuss like lifetime movies or I don't know, or give people advice as you're doing this. I don't I'm know because my painting th- is so it's it's so like something I do by myself. I've never done it in front of anybody else. It would make me super uncomfortable. That's I think what that, we need. We need uncomfortable. No, and we need double I like bottle it. I of just wine. Have, I have my own style of doing it, and I have all my stuff around me, and I have, and it looks messy, but it's organized, and I. <laughs> Eddie says, I see this more as Mystery Science Theater 3000 than Bob Ross. <laughs> so maybe we have you drink a lot during it. Um, that's just something, you know, we could possibly do. But yeah, I think you... Is it one of those things where, like, we all start out, like, well, like one of those, like, wine and painting things? Yeah, but like Bob do? Ross, you got to talk to the people. You know, be like, oh, there's a little stan- eyeball right here's painting the eyeball. But he stands and paints. I sit and paint. Well, that's fine. We can We can change it up. You know, it doesn't have to be... Have to you don't have to stand. Okay. Um, no, you can be sitting. You have that there. You paint and you get really drunk, and then we throw like curveballs at you and be like, okay, now and that like a sound challenge. Like Bob Ross. We'll have. He well, did no. not have challenges. He taught people about happy little trees. Be like five minute challenge. Paint a lizard. You know, and then you got to paint a lizard like in five minutes, and then you either win or you fail. And if you don't, you I'd know, then there's a punishment. I'd be terrible at painting a lizard under pressure. But that's part of the show. It's like to see what Sarah can do. Test the limits of your talent. Oh, I'm, I thought this was like all of us painting together. I didn't think it was some sort of like horrific show where I'm sitting there under pressure well, being told we to have paint to add, a lizard with you yelling at we me. We have to add a little bit of dynamics to it. You know, people want quick and punchy, you know, things that, that happen. So, I mean, I think we – you painting along with people at home. You know, you're all painting the same dog or whatever, like like a Bob Ross thing. But then – it's like boom, lizard challenge, and then somebody rips the painting away, and then you got to paint a lizard in five minutes. And if you don't, then you have to do something. Like there's a punishment for you if you don't get it done in five minutes. I think that would be something you know people would want to see. And I'm just throwing in throwing out ideas here. This is all how I can punch this up and make this a popular show. Um, okay, Nipples is saying. So yeah, what, might, I don't even understand the premise. To, so Nipples is saying you might need to focus this concept a little, Greg. You seem all over the place, idea wise, and that's that's fair. You're right. Let's let's focus this down. So let's try to do this in. Can we do it in a oh, half Mr. hour? Mr. Janky saying um, uh, donut enthusiast. Mr. Janky says we could call the show Greg ruins the act of painting. Well, I'm making it more fun for everybody. So I think. But I thought we were going to do more of like a hey, why don't you come along with me on this. Journey, on Sarah's we'll journey, all, like paint a and you cat like wear together. a beret or something, and you paint a cat. Sure, I could borrow your cheese beret. <sighs> way to call back the cheese beret, which, by the way, that went to the goodwill. So uh-huh. the cheese beret is gone. Okay, I had to be. Sometimes it's when you're independently employed, you have to do things to make money, and I had to be the cheese sample guy at a grocery store one time, and it was horrible. Um, no judgment on anybody who does that, but I could not handle that. You I did can't not handle, have the cheese passion. I don't have the cheese passion of yeah. the old ladies coming up and asking me ex- very detailed questions about specific cheeses. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just the cheese sample guy. Well, like, if you're wearing the beret, you should be able to answer the question. They made me wear a beret and an apron, and I had to take pictures of myself and I had to send them in, and I had to have these blocks of cheese, and I had like a little booklet. Listen how easy he is to distract. And I had to answer cheese questions. Well, what kind of cheese, what kind of wine would I pair with this Gruyere, Gruyere, or however you say it? Like, I didn't know how to say it. I'm like, I don't know. A red one? Yeah. Oh, but I had to fake it. It'd be like, oh, well, actually, something with a floral flavor uh, would would bring out the sweetness. I am of so the shocked that you weren't asked to come back 
Yeah, in I your wasn't cheese asked. beret. I was not asked to come no, back. I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, it's all right. So we can't use your cheese beret for my painting. So I'll have to get myself. Maybe I'll get like a a raspberry beret. Side note, just to end any speculation, our friend Tuggy in the live chat just said, "Where are these long lost pictures? I feel like I have a new mission in life. Uh, they were sent to the company, and then they were promptly deleted. So they are there is no evidence of this. I bet they're in your trash still. Mm, no, it would take some searching to find those things. Oh, they're probably in an email. Oh, never mind. I should have said that. Why did I even say that? Greg, you have well, to show the picture. No, we'll God blur damn your it. face. We'll blur your God face. God damn it. We'll blur I, your face. Honestly, this is the problem when I we'll do stream of face. conscious stuff. I should not have said that. Um, yeah. Never mind. No. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my no. God. All right. So we all just heard him say that these <laughs> pictures <laughs> exist. They're probably not. I probably deleted that email. You did not. You just admitted that you know oh, that you have shit. them. Greg. That was really stupid. Oh, oh my God. I am still sick. Well, now I know what I'm going to put on the next shirt when you lose a bet. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me about cheese. No, I'm going to find your goddamn cheese beret picture and put that on your shirt. You know what else I did when I did that? And it's going to say, like, cheese lover. I also also swiped a bunch of cheese. I was just like, because... I am so shocked again that they did not want anything to do with you. (laughs) Because he had to, they just gave me like blocks of, I went behind the counter. I remember for this job, I showed up and it was like some grocery store in Beaverton. And I was just yeah, like, what cheese company was it? Um, honestly, I don't remember. It's some French, like they have a whole bunch of cheeses. All right, everybody Like a bunch of different kinds. All right, so they did, what What kind of? The French thing was why I had to wear a beret with like a French flag what on store? it or some were you, shit. Were you in like a Fred Meyer or a? Uh, why? Were you trying to narrow something down? I feel like no. I'm walking into a trap. No, just. I think it was a Whole Foods. A Whole Foods. All right. We got Whole Foods. We got French cheese. I'm pretty sure it was a Whole Foods. Internet sleuths. Go. Um, And it was a red beret. No. No, damn it. Why do I keep doing (laughs) that? It was a black beret. God damn it. (laughs) Why am I helping this so, so much? Look, you got to do what you got to do sometimes when you need some money. I'm painting and, a chicken. You know? You know, this is just stuff that you do. Subscribe to Fun Employment Radio, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and you support us and keep us off the cheese. And also, come out to our event this Saturday, January 27th. Uh, I will pose in a beret for you if you come out. No, I won't do that either. He just anyway. said that I'm going right after the show, I promise you, and buying a beret. God damn it. Oh, yeah, it might have been a zoo pants, Courtney said. Yeah, it could have been zoo pants. I, I'd have to double check. You talked about anyway, it before. I did, yeah. yeah, years ago when I did this. So I went. I I remember showing up, and I had to go back to the to the grocery section, and nobody knew I was coming. Like they didn't really explain it. I'm oh, like, that's yeah, awkward. I'm here from the cheese company to to set up the cheese display. I'm like, okay, uh, go talk to Rick. I I don't know anything about this, so it was really awkward. And then this guy Rick's whoever whatever his name was, just like, um, all right. Here's this cheese and this cheese and this cheese just gave me a bunch of blocks of cheese. And then they just said, like, I don't know, set up So the main goal is it to just get rid of all the cheese? No, the main goal was to get as many people to sample it. So I, then I had to cut it up into <gasps> But I know, blocks. but, like, do they are they, like, videoing you or do they know? Like, no, I had to take be... pictures. I had to ev- do the evidence. Oh, so, you so you I had to do, get like, people... one for you, two for me. One... Oh, I would oh, be the no, worst. I... Oh, no. I would be the worst cheese person because I, I would not... eat it all. I was not supposed to, but I, I would... We'll be like, oh, well, we'll wrap that up and put it in a pocket. So it and, just makes it go faster. Well, yeah. I mean, apparently I was not supposed to do that. They, no, no, your not. beret was green. I'm not going to help you out anymore. Damn it. I'm it not black. helping it you out black. anymore. It was black. But yeah, no, and then for the picture part, I had to, 
I had to ask people if I could take their picture eating the cheese. It was so awkward because that's how I documented my I would never let work. anyone take me take a picture of me eating their no, cheese. No, I had to. There was a well, requirement. Well, I would actually if it seemed like it would help the employee. Well, there, there was a requirement. If I didn't, like, well, clearly I didn't do a good enough job because they didn't hire me back. And not that I would have done it anyway, but I was never asked, asked back to do this. Um, no, I would have to, like, get these people to let me take pictures of them. I think it was, like, ten pictures throughout the, like, three hours, three or four hours I was there. It was a long time. And most people would walk up and just be like, oh, cool, cheese, and then d- take a sample and walk off. But the problem was I was out in Beaverton and some of the clientele out there, it was these clearly wealthy older ladies who just, this is, they decided they're cheese people or they're mm-hmm. fine food In their people. later years, they're like, we're just going to be completely well, committed and they to were knowing rich. everything. I mean, these, you could just, you know, you can tell like that rich, and I'm, I'm sorry, you can tell like the rich middle-aged lady oh, who no, doesn't have a whole lot going people, on and she, except for Sunday afternoon. Are you, are you describing me right now, Greg? <laughs> yes, a rich middle-aged lady. Yes. No, the, kind, that... the kind of woman who has, you know, and that's fine, whatever, whatever your status is in life, but the kind where it's like, okay, I'm bored, I'm going to be an expert in something, and I'm going to test everyone else, because if they're not an expert in it, I'm going to feel better about myself. And so that's what this, these ladies would do, and they would walk up, and it's like they were trying to throw me off, which was very easy to do, because I know nothing about cheese. I'm like, I like it on, I like grilled cheeses, and I like to put it on my sandwiches. I don't know. I like I like burritos. They put cheese in it, and so they would ask me. I love. Uh, can you just please go down the line and tell me more foods you enjoy cheese in? Um, tacos, uh, maybe pizza. So anyway, they would they would uh, walk up and just ask these specific questions. And if I said the wrong thing, they'd be like, "Actually, that's not what I read about this kind of cheese. I read that it actually pairs better with a white wine." It's like, congratulations, go get yourself white wine. Like I don't know, then. But I had to be all nice to them. Really is working through something. With Man, this, this cheese the story. cheese thing was it was not a it was good a low point, point for me. It was a for low me point. personally, yes, because it's I did not enjoy it. Like you got to find out what you enjoy or not in life. I did not enjoy being a cheese person. That was not my deal. So that's why I took a bunch of handfuls of cheese and I wrapped them up in a in a bunch of brown paper. And I was like, like well, I'm taking that. Yeah, and I took a whole bunch with me. And uh, and I gave them. You're like a little kid who like feeds the, their peas to the dog or something, like trying to get rid of them as fast as possible. And look like, see, look, I have no other product. Here no, I, I had to be there for the full time. Oh, I had to be there the whole time. And yeah, it was. <sighs> Courtney says Greg describes the way he likes his cheese. Portland's best podcast. Two years in a row. Vote for us this year. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that was that was my job. So your dog painting is not. I think oh, I this is something that we can really painting. take. Well, yeah. I mean, if places. anyone would want to, but I mean, are we all just going to paint the same dog? Yeah, we can paint the same dog. We've got Lizard Challenge. We've got uh, wine. We'll get a wine sponsor involved. I mean, I think we can really make this into something. Be like, ooh, today oh. we're drinking this wine. Greg, I'm sorry. Just back to the cheese thing really quick. Oh, uh, our pals, Brahim and Hana, said... Um, we're going to be serving cheese at our wedding next year. So I was like, you got what it takes to handle it. <laughs> You're in as the official cheese man. <laughs> well, this is a yellow cheese, and this is a uh, different kind of cheese. This Are you drunk weird. while you're doing this? I'm going to be drunk if it's at their wedding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I can be the drunk <gasps> cheese guy. All right, and sure. Tony says it turns out the busybody uh, old ladies were plants from the cheese company. <laughs> Maybe that's why you didn't get it. Maybe they were... Maybe they were the cheese company. Yeah, I sent in my package. They paid me because they had to, but I sent in my my recap package and never heard back from them again. Okay. 
never again. So it's just not it's just not for me. All right. But anyway, that's why I want to latch on yeah, to this. Yeah, because I want to do like a drink and paint kind of thing. That would be fun. But I don't – I wouldn't want to do it for like something I'm actually hired to be doing. Okay, so it's for all... fun. Yeah. But there has to be a lizard challenge. What is with the lizard, lizard challenge? challenge? Ding, 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 just to change it up a little bit. Can you do? Can we do it in a half hour? The lizard challenge? No, the dog, the dog painting. Or do you need an hour? An hour? To do like a a good dog painting? No, we're doing basic dog painting. Okay, this basic isn't going to be like your masterpiece. Yes, we could do it in a half hours. hour. We could do it in a half hour. Yeah, no, this is a basic one. So okay, we'll do a basic. So not like a perf- like a perfect um, comparison. No, not like the ones that you actually because, make. Like, can I tell you Those my fear hours. about painting? What? So sometimes I don't even think I'm, I'm okay. So I'm not saying that I don't think that my paintings turn out good because I think that they do. Um, I really like doing them, but sometimes I don't feel that so much. It's not so much talent as it is just ability to mimic another image in oh, a different medium. Somebody's fishing for a compliment. No, I'm just serious because I look at it. I'm like, is this a no. skill or is this? Because I'm just able to. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you like, mean I'm, to second guess everything. But yeah, because like I'm, I'm, I, it's like, oh, okay, so there's this picture of this thing that already exists. Then I am able to take this picture and turn it into a painting. What do you think painting is? I don't know, but like I feel Unless like you're I'm doing like, abstract. You're painting something because it doesn't make me feel like a real artist sometimes. Because I'm like I'm just mimicking okay. something that already exists in a different medium. I am telling you, and in all honesty, you are very good. You at mimicking. Like, what it's not even, do I want? don't know, but like, I feel like a fake because there are all these people who are like artists who just like come up with things out of their brains. You know, they're like coming up so with their own So that's a different imagery. kind of art. Yeah, but they like are, you know, like they're inspired. Like, I don't sit down and paint <laughs> like a sunset because I'm like, I want to paint. I'm like, I love painting dogs. I love seeing a picture of a dog or a picture of a cat or a picture of a chicken. It's not like there's only one kind of artist in the world. Like, that's it. I suppose I feel like a fake one, though. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you on that. Other than it's very good. Like, I, the majority of people cannot do what you do. So I think that's kind of a sign. If the majority of people can't do it, then you're good at it. I just feel like a mimic. I don't well, know. Because I feel like other artists like look at me and just like, oh, well, you can copy a picture that already exists and make it into Is this a in painting. your secret artist meetings or something? I don't do you have, know. In my head. Do you have hoity-toity like artists? Like, oh, look at Sarah who thinks she can paint just because she's mimicking a dog picture that already existed. Um, Courtney is pointing out, too, you painted an original painting for the cover of Cemetery Dance, which is out there. That's a, that's a magazine. That's an actual published artist. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I don't want to see, like, I was just trying to tell you how I felt. I'm not trying to fish for anything. I, I like the way my paintings turn out. I love doing it. It just doesn't feel, it just sometimes feel like I'm a mimic instead of an actual painter. That's all. Well, you're very good at it. All right. So we should do the drinking and mimicking thing sometime. Yes. I think that we've got a show here with a lizard challenge. No lizard challenge. There has to be a lizard challenge. We've got to change it up. That's your gimmick. Like your boom, punch it up. Lizard challenge. Ding, 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 ding. We could probably do some sort of painting night at like Landmark. Everyone just brings their own canvases and we have some paints. Hey, man, this is all you. I have zero painting skills, so I have no idea what goes into it. I'm just trying to glom onto your talent and make some money off okay. of it. Mm. Right, we both z- talked about things zero. that we were embarrassed about. You and your beret and me and my thinking that I'm just... Oh, a- me and my talented paintings versus you and your cheese beret. I mean... <laughs> oh, my God. I, one of these things You're is not like the paint- other. Oh, my God. One of these things is not like the other. I kind of have sick brain now, and things aren't coming out the way that they're supposed to. <laughs> and I, and you know it, and you know I haven't eaten, and I kind of want to strangle you right now. That's on tape. Mm. 
Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, God, it's like all Taco Bell all the time in the news lately. <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you heard about, you heard this, about this Taco Bell? Have you heard about this Taco Bell? I know Greg has. I don't think this is one of those fancy ones, though, Greg. I went to a fancy one in Las Vegas. I, everybody knows. They had drinks. Well, an angry Taco Bell worker is in trouble after he decided to throw a burrito at his supervisor during an argument. Oh, I would think that happens a lot. Well, police say a fast food worker who was upset at having to work a morning shift. Oh, taco or burrito first thing at your head in the morning. Stop. A fast food worker upset at having to work a morning shift threw a hot burrito at his Taco Bell supervisor in Spartanburg, South Carolina, causing quite the kerfuffle. Police in South Carolina say officers were called to the Spartanburg eatery early Monday morning, where a supervisor reported telling a worker to... Is the Taco Bell called an eatery? It says it's an eatery in here. Isn't everything an eatery? Isn't I mean, I guess technically, but that's not what I would apply to an eatery. What would you call it? Uh, a food place? Yeah. All right, it's a food place. Sure. Police reported to the food place where the supervisor said that he told the co-worker to, quote, stop being a crybaby. And then the co-worker decided to throw a bean burrito at his head. A police report says the supervisor uh, had turned away when the melted cheese from the airborne burrito splattered on their arm, side, oh, and leg. Oh. Do they have video of it? The gooey cheese also made a mess of the entire kitchen. I want to see like a slow motion replay video of that, of just the shock like, whoa. I don't know if there's video, but please say the worker didn't stop there after angrily throwing the burrito. Uh, They also took off his headset, broke it on his knee, and then stormed out. Like a Bo Jackson, like snap. Snap. Walk off. Well, no arrests have been made, and I do not know if that Taco Bell employee still currently works there. God, I hope there's video. All fast food all the time. Next up. That's the reaction I'm picturing the guy making as the burritos like I don't want some slot like flying through the air. Like some burritos are hot. Especially a bean burrito. Those are hot, hot. Smacks onto him like the beans are splattering like whoa. Whoa. Oh my god. All right, from Taco Bell. I think I am hungry because all these uh, like even though we're talking about throwing burritos, like, that's all. I, I want a burrito now. You want a burrito thrown at you? I want a burrito thrown in my face so I can eat it. All right. There's so many sound clips Shut I can up. cut out from this Come show. Come on. I just don't <laughs> feel well. Let's just keep going. All right. At a taco, or from Taco Bell to KFC. <laughs> KFC's latest gadget that they've released. Of course, KFC is always doing all these, like, silly little gimmicks where they're making, you know, taking their chicken boxes and turning mm-hmm. them into different things. Yep. Well, KFC's latest gadget that they've come up with is a chicken wing box that turns into a drone. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yes. So they announced that its new um, <laughs> its new smoky grilled wings will come packaged in a box, in a chicken wing box, with detachable drone parts. So customers can okay, look up awesome. the instructions online, and they can assemble the box and its parts to turn it into a Bluetooth-connected drone. What? The company's calling the box a KFO, or Kentucky Flying Object. Where can you get this? India. Oh. So you can order it online, though, probably. Uh, the boxes will only be available 
on the 25th and 26th of January. Why is India the only one that gets drones? I don't know, Greg. You should write a strongly worded letter to KFC. Well, KFC has previously launched a lot of gadgets. Um, So they do them mostly, I guess, in uh, in Asia. Yeah. Where this fast food chain is historically considered a place to splurge for family occasions. So it is like a fancier place, I guess, Mm. in other countries. All right. But uh, it won't be available in the U.S. But maybe you can find one online. No, it's illegal to fly a drunk or illegal to drunk drone, right? Drunk drone. I don't actually. I don't know how to how to phrase that. It's illegal to drink and fly your drone in uh, New Jersey, or it's about to be. I saw you can't that. be drunk and drone flying. Well, it does seem like I guess it wouldn't mix. But if you're on your own property, it's pretty fun. I've never flown a drone. Oh, it's pretty fun. Okay, I'll take your word for it. The world's fastest mobile hot tub has what? now sold for $26,000 at an auction in Arizona. So a 1969 Cadillac DeVille that was converted into uh, the Guinness World Record holder for world's fastest mobile hot tub has been sold at an Arizona auction. How cool is that? It's a, it's a Cadillac DeVille that has been turned into a hot tub that you can drive around in a hot like tub. Like Motley Crue. Motley Crue used to have one of those. And they cruise up and down in... Hollywood with it, with a big hot tub on the back. Was it inside? This is inside the car. Oh, it's inside the car? No, yeah. you got to be out so you can show off. All right, well, this is called the Carpool DeVille, created by Duncan Forster. Set the hot tub land speed record in 2014 when it reached a top speed, Jesus, of 160 oh, miles an hour. never mind. Okay, that's that's a little different. Than I yeah, thought. so the Carpool DeVille, which uses a V8 engine, um... Let's see, to heat the water in the passenger area to the temperature of 102 degrees was awarded the Guinness World Record status earlier this month and became one of the most attention-grabbing vehicles to that, hit the auction block. That doesn't sound that relaxing to me. What, driving around in a car sitting in hot Not water? Not going fast. Well, wait, going fast or not no, going No, not fast? going. I don't want to go fast. Okay. Well, I'm you in a hot tub, I'm relaxing. Roll. Yeah, and you can just kind of slowly creep through neighborhoods and be like, hey, ladies. Hop on my... My hot tub. Yeah. Okay, Who this will work. Who wants to ride my hot tub? Well, because they have those hot tub boat things. I think, don't they have them in Amsterdam? Where you can get in a boat that's a hot, or like it's well, that makes like more basically sense. a floating hot tub. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So this one's a driving hot tub. So um, if you'd want to get something like this, just so you know, it is going to average you about $26,000. And finally... Greg, do you remember the purple dinosaur named Barney? Yes, of course. Okay, well, the actor who was inside of Barney, the one who played Barney, is now coming out saying, no, his Barney days are long behind him because now he is a tantric sex healer. It goes from blue child dinosaur, or purple, you know, childhood dinosaur to tantric sex healer. A tantric sex healer. That feels like overcompensating, like, oh, uh, no, I was Barney, but I'm not anymore. Now I teach people tantric sex. Well, I don't know. What, is, what exactly is tantric sex? Seriously? I mean, I know, like, Sting does it and all that stuff. Uh, I am have sex not for a answering long time. that for you. Oh, my God. I cannot believe you just asked that. You cannot take this out of the show I'm going to cut that out of the show. You cannot cut that I'm out of the show. I'm going to cut it out of the show. I'm going to keep, I'm going to pepper it in in random parts for the rest of the show, saying, like, No. Greg didn't know what tantric sex was. Oh, yeah, was. slow. Yeah, it's where he's like really slow, <laughs> slow? and last a long time. Oh, my time. God, Greg. What? 
What? Why are you... Because that's just something that everyone knows. I mean, it's so like... Connection. Okay, tantric sex is all about you connection and intimacy. From the beginning of the episode, you don't need to read about tantric sex right now. You can do this on your own time. Of sex rather than the physical. Oh, oh, Jesus, Greg. I don't want to. I don't want to be sitting in the room with you while you're reading about tantric sex. Can you please? What stop? do you think it is, Greg? I know what it is. It is referenced so much in pop culture. I know, it's and just like, like slow things. and then like, oh, we meditate or something while we're having sex, right? Couldn't have put it better myself. Anyway, this guy, uh, so... By the way, ladies, I live in a converted attic that's uh, real sweaty up there right now because I'm kind of battling a fever, so... Dougie even wrote in the chat, oh, Greg, Google it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I never have actually Googled it. I mean, I, I, you know, All right, can you stop looking at it now? Okay, yes. All right, so this guy, uh, so ex-Barney turned tantric sex healer named David Joyner. Charges his female clients, who he calls goddesses, $350 for a... Three to four hours a of a ritual bath, chakra balancing, and massage that can lead to mind-blowing orgasms. It was always like, wait a minute, girls. this guy's getting people to pay him three hundred and fifty dollars. This guy's a genius. The fifty-four-year-old David Joyner, uh, who has had his practice since two thousand four, says he uses his. Dantra training to maintain his sexual, or no, not his sexual, sorry, his energy in the 70 pound Barney costume during long days of shooting. Ew, that's gross. So he's in there like. With a boner, yeah. Yeah. He said, the energy I brought up while in the Barney costume is based on the foundation of Dantra, which is love. Everything stems, grows, and evolves from love. Even when you have an emotionally blocked energy, the best way to remove it is to remove it with love. But how many times does he say love? I think he's just trying not to say boner. Yeah. And then replace it with God's divine boner. boner. Boners heal and allow you to continue (laughs) to grow. Yeah, that's it. The energy I brought up while in the costume is based on the foundation of Tantra, which is a boner. (laughs) Everything stems, grows, and evolves from boners. (laughs) Even when you have emotionally blocked boners, the best way to remove it is to remove... With a boner. <laughs> and then replace it with God's divine boner. Okay. So anyway, so... Um, I don't know why that's so funny right now. Okay. Yeah, so he says that... Uh, yeah, so if you want to be molested by the guy that was inside of the Barney costume, he didn't do the voice, <laughs> but he was the guy with the boner inside of the Barney costume, you only wow. have to pay $400 for him to bathe you and then... Fiddle around. No, fiddle isn't in there, is it? That's not (laughs) part of the description. So there you have it. One over, let's do some fiddling. The actor who played Barney the Dinosaur is now a paid tantric sex healer. I engage in tantric sex. I engage in tantric sex. There you are, my friends. There's your world. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. I'm hungry. Yeah, I know. All right. That's a good sign, though, right? I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, I've been hungry for a few days. Mm. 
because I have been sick. All right, uh, I've got, let's see here. I've got a really quick ball talk. Got a little bit of ball talk. Oh, yeah. Brahim and Hannah, uh, I'll make sure to send you this song for your wedding you get, so you guys can walk down the aisle to this because I know how much you both love this song. Oh, that's so romantic. I know. I know. I'll send it to you. You're welcome. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, briefly, I'll just say this. This was announced, or not announced, but it's a fact. The Super Bowl, the Bolo Day Super, whatever you're supposed, legally allowed to say, is coming up in a week and a half. So it's not this Sunday, but next Sunday? It's next Sunday. Okay. Got a whole other week and a half to hear about. Tom Brady, which now it's official. Tom Brady has will have after this one played in fifteen percent of all Super Bowls ever. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of them have involved Tom Brady. Ugh. That does not sound like a happy face, Greg. Somebody posted a map today of what, uh, just like a color map of who people are going to root for for the Super Bowl, like in the United States, mm-hmm. and it's all green except for Dallas. Because they hate the Eagles, uh, Washington because they hate the Eagles, and then New England. The rest is all green. Everybody's rooting for the Eagles. Me too. Moving on to ball talk. The NBA All Star team was announced. So here's how it's going to work: is that so the way it worked this year is fans vote who the starters are for each. So there's ten starters, but there and then there's the reserves. Mm-hmm. So there's like, um, what would it be? Sorry, sorry, I'm doing the math in my head right now. Running low on steam. Uh, Tell me more about the cheese foods you like. Well, I mean, you can kind of put cheese on a lot of things. I didn't used to eat as much cheese. In college, I, I only ate uh, fat-free, like, non-cheese stuff, and I just ate tuna fish. God. And ran. Yeah, I was in pretty good shape. But uh, then I realized that wasn't fun. smelled awful. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, could have. Yeah. I still drink beer. Like fat-free cheese and hot tuna. Ugh. Yeah, that was, a, that was a meal I would eat almost every night. Then rice occasionally with it. Yeah. You asked about cheese. Anyway, so they pick the, there's 10 starters. But really it comes down to the two captains, the way they're doing the all-star team this year. Mm-hmm. So the two top vote-getters were LeBron James and Steph Curry. And it's a draft. They draft from the remaining players to pick their team. So that means somebody's getting picked last. Oh. But they say that they're not going to announce who would the draft. They're going to do that privately, but it's going to come out. It'll leak out. I wish they would showcase this with all the players standing there, and then you have to see who the last one is picked. That sounds awkward. Yeah, you appreciate that stuff. I do not. I do. Uh, anyway, Damian Lillard making the all-star team this year. Uh, something else, LeBron James has now become the youngest player ever to the 30,000-point part. But here's the thing that I'm interested in. The drama. So, for one, Russell Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder has called out the All-Star Selection Committee because he can't believe that Paul George, his teammate, wasn't selected. And he called out the Golden State Warriors for having four players, and he called out Damian Lillard because he said players just whine about getting snubbed until they pick them. Not that he's... Damian Lillard's completely deserving of being picked. I mean, he just honestly is. Uh, But Russell Westbrook called that out, and now he's going to be clearly on a team with at least a couple of these players during the All-Star break. Oh. Also, the Cleveland Cavaliers are not happy with Kevin Love. Oh. Who's their teammate. Big kerfuffle on there. Drama. There was a big meeting. 
and all the other players yelled at Kevin Love because he was sick. And then he was like, no, I really was sick. I had to go home. And they're like, no, you just kind of deserted our team. You should have stayed here even though you were sick. And he's like, no, man, I want to play, but I'm sick. So that all went on too. Drama. Is that still talking? They're just really naggy. It's all, they're all really naggy. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of complaining going on okay. in the NBA. So that's where we're at. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, Eddie was saying he really wanted to hear to me those balls are perfect. I got to play that for the first time to, for a couple of my friends at Landmark the other mm-hmm. day. It is magic to see people hear that for the first time. It is. It's so, it's like the best song ever. Well, and I thought it was too. And then I got a comment from uh, listener Jay who wrote, I fast forward when you guys play that song because he hates it so much. Seriously. Yeah, I know. That's the that's one of the first times I've heard, oh, I'm sure there's somebody on Twitter who's going to write and tell me how much they hate it. But all right, well, before we go, you know, we do have our event coming up this weekend, but also we have a giveaway. We sure do. And this is kind of one of the things that we're doing. Um, we're teaming up. And doing this ticket giveaway, but also we would love people to go to our Facebook page. So we're going to be doing it on Fun Employment Radio's Facebook page. Go there, like our page now, and if you like it, you will have a chance to win some tickets if you're here in Portland later on this afternoon. This is January twenty fourth. Yes. So, so this is going to be happening context. at the Hawthorne Theater. So uh, you, of course, you're familiar with the Hawthorne Theater because that is where uh, we had our Portland Podcast Festival. Yep. But we have a pair of tickets to go see Anti Flagged, which is. A wonderful group. I actually saw them back in 1999 when I was in London. Wow. Yeah, I saw them. So I've been a fan of theirs for years. I was talking to Thrasher, who um, books all the events at Hawthorne Theater and Lounge, and he wanted to give a a ticket giveaway. So Antiflag's playing tomorrow night, which is uh, January 25th, along with Stray from the Path, The White Noise, and Sharp Tooth. So it's happening tomorrow. And it's going to be a rad show. So we're going to have a giveaway on Facebook later this afternoon. So uh, the, the concert is January 25th. Here in Portland at the Hawthorne Theater, the ticket giveaway will be on our Facebook page. So we'll get this show up and make sure you listen to the podcast. If you're a live listener, obviously you already know what's going on. But follow our Facebook page. And this afternoon, Sarah will have some kind of contest going up that you can win a pair of tickets to go see Anti-Flag. So very cool. So that'll be this Gosh, afternoon. Gosh, I can't believe I've been seeing them for so long now. It's like, God, that was like 18 years. Oh, my God. That was almost 20 years ago when I first saw them. That's crazy. Wow. In Camden, that was deep. It was. It was very. It was a fun show because uh, I didn't go to a lot of. You know, I was in London. I didn't know what I was doing, so I made friends with a couple of little punk rockers, and we went there. It was very fun. Yeah, maybe that can be your whole other show that you start up. Anyway, painting with Sarah. Let's work on that. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We could do punk rock painting where I just play a lot of uh, my favorite music and then we could just paint along. I feel like you're trailing off a little bit there. It's... Oh, I'm sorry. The lizard surprise? Is that what it was? Everybody wants a lizard surprise. Nobody wants a lizard surprise. Lizard break! Or whatever. What were we going to call it? Yeah, there definitely, there's got to be a lizard break. A lizard surprise sounds like Lizard challenge. Anybody. Yeah, lizard challenge. Okay. Lizard challenge! All right. Anyway, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at FunEmpRadio. Tomorrow's live show will be at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Later on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in the City. Oh, awesome. And Aaron's back from his travels. Aaron's back from his travels to Sweden. Sweden. And so that's live at 6.30 p.m. here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, 6.30 Pacific. Tune in to Geek in the City, where I'm, I'm sure he's going to be talking all about his travels. 
Yeah, his travels looked fun. They look I'm awesome. excited to go I've and travel. I've seen his pictures. They yes. look really cool. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, we really do appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing everybody out there this Saturday, January 27th at the Landmark Saloon for our Fun Employment Radio Experience event brought to you by Not Your Mom's Iced Tea. Thanks so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Good job, Greg.com. I'm going to go eat now. Yeah. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.